baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. This is episode 189, making our way to 200. Happy birthday, Madonna. And hello, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm doing pretty good over here. It's just you and I today. Lincoln is has the week off. Uh, he'll be back next week, but I'm excited to, to chat with you, my BFF that I miss in person. I know. I really miss you, and I miss our endeavors and all of our adventures that we had daily, and we'll definitely catch up soon in person. Absolutely. Before we get into today's show, I just want to make an announcement that this Wednesday, tomorrow, is my brand new third podcast, if you can believe it, called Tags Live. And it's on the platform Get Vocal, V-O-K-L. And if you go on getvocal.com, look for Tags Live. This show will be 9 to 10 Eastern time every Wednesday. It will be with my co-host Cody Maurice Doggett. And it's kind of a, they, they describe the platform as a cross between Zoom and Facebook Live. So it's live, but we have the capabilities of, you can comment right next to the screen. We even have the ability to pull guests and listeners in. And we're going to treat this show a lot like the listener response. So it's, we recap on a lot of the topics we've covered on the Tuesday show and sex with Stevie, but this is really the interactive solution for you guys to comment and, and weigh in on some of the topics that we discuss. Very Plus cool. we'll play, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, everything is on tagspodcast.com, but the debut is this Wednesday, nine o'clock on get vocal. And like all the shows, they will get, put into uh, our tags podcast feed. So if you miss it, not to worry, it will show up on our Monday morning feed on wherever you listen to your podcast. Looking forward to that. And then one more announcement this Thursday, sex with Stevie. I'm live again 
on our Facebook page, and I have porn star Brian Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, who has a comic book series called Velvet Collar Comics. It's really sexy. It was inspired by Rent Boy and the debacle when Rent Boy went down. He has an amazing artist, and he's on issue number three. I looked. It's going to be really fun to talk to him and how he's been spending his time usefully during this pandemic. So with all that, that's what's going on. I'm excited. Jeremy, are you ready to get into some hot topics? I'm ready. Awesome. You know, I'm just going to jump around, but real quick, do you know what the, do you know the new song WAP? Yes, I do. What does WAP by Cardi B stand for? Wet ass pussy. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> It's been getting... The thought of that shit literally makes me want to puke. Just saying. It does? Yes. It's been so controversial, but I haven't even... I've just seen clips of the music video. But to me personally, anybody that's giving them shit for talking openly and honestly about their sexuality, being women, should just shut the fuck up. Because men have been doing it in the hip-hop culture and in other music for so long. And so now all of a sudden in 2020, if a woman wants to reclaim her sexuality, she should be able to do that. And even though it might not be your thing at all, um, you know, in our community, a lot of guys, boy pussy, we were talking about boosie the other day, man pussy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, but it grosses you out, but you are for it for the song, I'm of sure. Of course, right? I'm definitely for it, like, women expressing themselves sexually and i have no problem with that i'm just saying it it definitely makes me think of a wet ass pussy and not a boy pussy so that's just why it's not my song of choice but it's definitely a fun song and the video was a lot of fun it didn't exactly make a lot of sense to me but it is visually pleasing at the same time wet ass pussy <laughs> some some gay artist should do boosy the song <laughs> so like and, but we talked about right we've talked to dr goldstein who's been on our show before who is the good ass doctor and apparently if a guy is has it doesn't ha, it has like lubrication without lube that's not always a good thing because you maybe you're producing mucus that because you've over cleansed he's talked about on our show yeah. or over douched which uh is not always a good thing and it can do some damage to the lining of your anal cavity right so but we'll have him back on in the fall and he can address all that in more details so just wanted to know if you knew that acronym WAP and well, of course I do of course you do I knew you would um you know this was the show that we were Lincoln brought up and of course he couldn't make it today but um he wanted us to kind of talk about some other topics other than COVID. Of course, when we do talk about COVID, we do try and relate it to our gay sexuality. And I have some topics that are related to our gay sexuality a little bit later in today's show. But I did think of a topic that is just on my mind and I've been thinking about is getting fucked. And as a person that is more bottom than top, um, I was thinking about this recently about 
you know, women, when they get fucked, they can be on top just like us. They can, mm-hmm. there's missionary style, there's doggy. We pretty much replicate all the positions that our hetero counterparts do. And I've noticed that as a bottom, predominant bottom, that when I've gotten fucked on my back, missionary style, mm-hmm. half the time or 90% of the time, the top is so hovering over me and my legs are like jammed in me that I can't even jerk my dick off. And I also notice that I don't feel the pleasure isn't as satisfying as it is when I'm riding it on top or doggy style. And I think it's, you know, we'll ask Dr. Goldstein, but I know he's described the colon and and the prostate that there must be something by the way the dick hits the prostate that makes the bottom feel it more. And I guess my question, so I guess for me, my favorite position, if I'm really going to really get off is sitting on it and riding it or, and then doggy style would be next. And lastly would be missionary style, but missionary where they tease the hole to kind of get it feeling like, really making that sensitive area and then allowing me to jerk off, like not confining my arms. So then I can't even like jerk myself off. So it's like, all right, well then you get off, but I might not, which is fine. I'm, and so I guess as a self-proclaimed top that you have said, you are Jerry Ross Lopez. What's your (laughs) favorite way to top? I really like doggy style, but it's definitely because I like to see it from behind. And I also just find that it's comfortable for everyone. I definitely like to make sure that the, the bottom is comfortable and is like getting off at the same time. I'm not one of those selfish tops that uh, just worries about myself finishing, but I also enjoy just making sure that the bottom gets to finish the way that they want to. Cause a lot, like to be on their back with their legs up and uh, some don't like to finish doggy style. So it really just depends on the person, but I'm definitely into all different positions. And my personal favorite is doggy style. I would agree with you. And part of the reason I think a lot of guys and myself included that often I do like the missionary style or where it can work with me is when you're really into somebody and the eye contact that you really get fucking in that way because you're both staring at each other right. and that it's can be really hot. And that's for sure. The connection thing. And I think, you know, the, the ass, I think that oftentimes if someone's just pounding away, like I described before, and they're pressing your legs down, it's too quick for you to even enjoy the moment. But if you can kind of, if the tops can kind of tease the hole a little bit, that gets the pleasure principles of the ass ignited, I feel. And then if you can kind of go back and forth between getting close and kissing, making out, whatever, eye contact, but then allowing some space so that the bottom can then actually jerk himself off it can actually be really hot and work but that's a whole process that i think definitely yeah that needs to be kind of navigated um so it can be really hot and then be doggy style i think is really hot because you can the top can take a moment and 
lean in and make out side what you know like over the shoulder which is really hot i think mm -hmm. and then obviously writing it you are actually looking at each other and that can be really hot too and so maybe some tops don't know i know some tops that really like it because they can look up at their bottom and see pleasing them yeah play with their nipples Others might feel like they're not active enough because they're just sort of lying there, but then mix it all up. Why not try all positions? <laughs> right. It is fun on different, in different positions, also on different furniture, outside, all kinds of stuff. And I don't know if there's a name for it, but I watch it a lot in porn that I definitely want to incorporate more when we can have more sex is when the bot, when the top is like sitting on the couch with his legs and his heart on and then the bottom sits or on a bed and the bottom is directly like parallel on top and fucks the bottom and then almost lifts the bottom's legs up in the air. Oh yeah. That is always seemingly in porns, but like, why aren't we doing that? Or maybe people are people tell me if you are, I want to hear, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do that more and particularly gymnast ass would love that. Yup, and I'm a former gymnast, and so absolutely. And you know the bottom's always like looking into the camera because there's a camera right in front of them. But I would put the mirror, and so then I could see myself, the dick. It allows the bottom to then see the dick actually pounding and their legs up in the air. It's like, you know, uh, an amusement park ride, but in real time <laughs> and, and uh, the adult version. So I'm all for that ride, and I'm, hello. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, let us know um, on our Patreon page. This week's poll is what's your favorite position to get fucked? Or if you're the top, we'll ask what's your favorite position to fuck and tell us why. And we will report back uh, last week's poll. I'll just read you a couple of the, of the results that we had. Scrolling down to that, we asked questions like we actually asked a more serious question how's your mental health right now just if you were to gauge it good not great or unsure actually all of you said not great oh okay <laughs> um and one of our listeners said well i have enjoyed not having to go into the office for the past five months not seeing family or friends and enjoying a nice sec uh, enjoying friends and a nice sex life is really bringing me down oh i hear you i hear you uh, our other question was, we were talking about this on the show last week. How do you flirt? And the responses came staring, which is what you said, Jeremy. And somebody said, I don't flirt. So, um, that's about accurate. I think of what we were talking about. Yeah. So our question for next week is the bottoming question, like how, or how do you like to top and, and go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. Well, Miley Cyrus was recently on a podcast the other day talking, she just broke up, you know, she was in a long, uh, I think marriage. And then she broke up and she was in a recent relationship that just ended and she said on this podcast when relationships end she tends to do sort of an audit and ask herself well what did this person bring to my life 
And what did they subtract from my life that I can know, like make a list of what they brought to your life. And then what are the things that they sort of, you know, made you change your personality and do sort of a mathematical equation on and seeing how, you know, it'll tell you what you will look for in an upcoming relationship. And I don't Mm -hmm. know about the whole mathematical thing. And, and she didn't mention doing a self audit, like what did she may or may not do or bring to the relationship or why it may have failed. She didn't say anything about herself. So (laughs) that might be something to consider. Definitely. Um, But I'm just wondering, have Jeremy, when you've been in a relationship before, did you do sort of like a self audit on uh, make a list or figure out what worked and what didn't work and what you wouldn't want in an upcoming relationship? Yeah, I definitely think uh, when you, I think in, in any relationship, rather when it's a friendship or dating, uh, I definitely try and figure out where my flaws were as well as just what things can be worked on in general. And I think one common key factor in like just having a successful relationship in any facet is communication. And I feel like I've said that over and over and over just because I think communication is key with anyone that you care about. And I think that especially in a relationship when you're dating someone it really does help keeping everything out on the table and also like being honest and just get, getting better at being a better version of yourself as well as when working on yourself, it makes someone like you even more. I agree. I think that's communication is what we've been talking about on this show since day one. And I totally agree with that. And being real in the moment with how you're feeling, I think is is the way to go. Um, you know, I, I was wondering if I should m- mention this or not, but I, during this quarantine, I did find somebody that we both were on the same page with. We had the, we made a, a an adult decision that we were going to kind of date during this quarantine time period. And it essentially went really well. It's no longer on and it wasn't that dramatic on why, why, it didn't work out, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I mean, I think communication is definitely key on any, and I've noticed that I've changed throughout the years where in the past I used to be a lot more jealous, but what I've noticed about myself is that when you do meet somebody that you do like, and you're compatible and you're having a good time is to enjoy the the moment. And I don't know if it's because of what's been going on with everything that we're a lot, or I'm a lot more reflective, but moments are, you know, first of all, you know, it's Groundhog Day every day. So it's hard to (laughs) decipher and the life isn't what we expected it to be, obviously. Right. This summer. But with with that being said, any, whether it's friends or the situation that I had for the time being, I was really just in the moment and enjoying the moments and not projecting ahead of schedule or mm-hmm. what is, you know, what is this going to look like or what do I need it to look like? Things that I maybe used to do or things like jealousy that I really haven't suffered a whole lot, but definitely there's remnants of that. Definitely didn't feel that 
you know, because I think I, I've just been enjoying the moments because as we all know, things have not everything, you know, day to day, it's like, who knows what's next? And we don't even know what the fall is going to look like. Right, and so exactly. that was really my thing. And when it, when my situation with this person showed that it wasn't, you know, it was, it's all good. And it's, it wasn't that serious. And I wasn't in the in love moment at all yet. I liked the person. And so I think that's key too, but I think it is harder when you're have years, months, you are in love or you're like, love the sex, the D the dick, right. It's a little bit harder to move on. And fortunately I didn't have all that time history to, let it affect me too much. So mm-hmm. interesting, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, one of our listeners wrote in, thank you for writing in. His name is Eric. We'll just call him Eric on this show. And he loves the show. And one of the things he was wondering and thought maybe we could talk about on this show is he asks, poses the statement, are more guys taping and creating OnlyFans accounts? Maybe this was already happening on some level, but this seems like an easy way to make bucks. And I'm surprised how common it's become. He writes, is there, quote, real money in these activities? Well, I can say first off that uh, and having several OnlyFans producers or porn stars on this show, mm-hmm. they have definitely used this time frame uh usefully because they're not making porn like the porn stars we had dante cole on we had d'angelo jackson on sex with stevie and both of them have definitely been using the platform because they weren't none of the studios were making it and the other thing that not even porn stars but people that have been on the show have told me that it's a chance to create your own content and it's there's almost and to your point jeremy i know you love a good amateur amateur kind of created content that i think it allows a lot of guys to not be run by the studio and they get to make their own content and they don't have to worry because a lot of their fans want don't want to see the polished look that you know so and i think like a lot of things, you know, we have a Patreon page and it can be $5. It can be $10. And some of these only fans you can get, if they already have huge followings, nine ninety nine times a thousand, two thousand, three, it's adds up. And it's, right. I think it's been really empowering for them. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this phenomenon that we've been seeing on only fans? I kind of love it. I mean, I, Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I definitely don't have any interest in it for myself, but I really love following a lot of the guys that have created them on Twitter and just watching like clips and stuff of their porn. And I find it really interesting and intriguing. And I say power to you if you can uh, do it all from like the courtesy of your own home. And it, it looks like it would be fun if you were into it, just picking out different things to wear and lighting and all of that stuff. It does seem like it would be fun. And also a lot of people that are in quarantine are doing the OnlyFans videos alone. I mean, of course, a lot are doing it also with a partner or just having sex with different partners. But a lot of them, I think, are able to do it and film content by themselves, which is awesome. And you're able to, like you said, make the own your own choices as in being your own porn star. And I mean, I find that in itself is pretty cool. And it also gives people of all different shapes, sizes, ethnicities, uh, the the platform that they want to create for themselves rather than it being the, I guess, typical realm of what porn stars look like or the type of porn that you see uh, frequently on any of the porn sites now. I 100% agree with you. And, you know, talking to my friend, Frank in LA, who's like, during this quarantine, he has so many subscriptions now to so many people and I would imagine that they're doing so well and I have a couple of subscriptions that I um I I'm a part of and on this week's dark and dirty after show I'll tell you how I participated in one of the videos for one of the fans that I'm follow and I'm actually in one of these videos you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex and it's this week's episode on Doc and Dirty, where I'm in one of these videos, and I'll tell you more on the after show. But I do think that the only thing, I love the accessibility of it, because when you do join some of these, because you know, a lot of like the porn sites, you buy subscriptions, but they're kind of expensive. Yeah, you know, the 29, 39, mm-hmm. or per scene. The, the beauty of a lot of like, OnlyFans site, for example, I'm only saying OnlyFans because the Just for Fans guy has been under scrutiny, right, for <laughs> some things right now. And we could talk about it later. But yeah, so, but on OnlyFans, it's a very basic platform. In other words, there's not a lot of bells and whistles on it. Mm-hmm. And Often, like I said, many of the subscriptions are $7.99 a month, $9.99 a month. I mean, not a lot of money. Some go up to a little bit more, 
they post a lot. Like you said, Jeremy, there's a lot of solo work. It's mm -hmm. often very amateur. They can talk to the camera. But you do kind of feel, at least in the ones I've seen, that the person that you're following has you in mind, meaning you, the fans, in mind on what you want. Mm -hmm. And there's a way on there to not only like the scene that you just watched, comment on the scene that you just watched, but you can reach out to the the person that you're following and they often respond right back to you. You couldn't do that, you know, on regular porn, right? The old days, you definitely couldn't do that. Certainly on, if you go to a lot of the studio driven porn sites, it's not like you can reach out to the porn stars and get a response right away. This one goes right to their email. They get a response and they can, either comment right back on the platform or to you directly in a private. And so I feel like you have a lot more intimate connection with the person that you're following. Obviously you're following people that you like. Right. So, and the price point's really good. And oftentimes they'll listen to you or the fans and produce content that their fans want to see. So I'm all about it. And long story to your, uh, I think it is very lucrative in, is what you were asking. And I think it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. And back to, and I also love the fact that, like you said, you can certainly put in requests for specific things. And I mean, if you have your own personal fetishes that, uh, the person that you're subscribed to turns you on with, I mean, that's even more incentive to subscribe to as many people as you want. And I mean, the sky is kind of the limit as far as what, the content that they're able to create totally yeah i'm all about it and do you do you have any subscriptions right currently I, or you just... I have a few that i've been debating but i don't at the moment the cool thing about it is you can do it like for a month and there's people like greg mckeon who's been on my thursday show sex with stevie he actually is really a, a brilliant businessman he obviously has like you were talking about he promotes on his Twitter at Greg McKeon, or just look him up, scenes that you would see, and he's always doing hot scenes or solo work. Mm -hmm. So that's just the Twitter thing, which anybody can go to. But he actually has a free OnlyFans subscription base that is totally free. So he decides what you get just by being a subscriber on that. You actually get some really high. I'm a free subscriber on that one. But in addition to that, then he's got a different tier, one that is a little like maybe $9.99 or whatever it is. And you can do that. And obviously you get even more sexy hot content. And right. I think that's really well done. It, it's it's tier-based. It's almost like he took the our like Patreon model and mm -hmm. modeled it after that. So there's different tiers of it. And I think that's really cool. And it's he comes out with content all the time. So mm -hmm. no shortage of that. <laughs> well, there's a couple of stories out that I want to round out that are, I wanted to get your feedback on Jeremy and I've had DJ Dan DeLeon on Sex with Stevie, a DJ, I knew him in LA, he's major DJ. Well, he's a part of a brand new Atlanta, it, it, there's called the Peach Party Atlanta, which I think is so funny, August 28th through the 31st. And they're essentially doing these outdoor parties that they're saying that 
you can buy tickets for. They'll be limited on the amount of tickets. They'll have DJs. They'll be socially distanced. People will be required. Guests will be required to wear masks. And he's doing, Dan, DJ Dan DeLeon is doing Labor Day weekend. It's called Sweet Tea at Sunday, September 6th, starting at 4 o'clock. It's mm-hmm. outdoors. They're saying we have scaled back all of all events. Uh, we have scaled all events back to a small group instead of the normal big parties. Masks are required. We want this to be as enjoyable as possible while following guidelines and being responsible. And I guess my question initially to you, Jeremy, is we've covered a lot of Fire Island, of guys not socially distancing on beach. And then I was talking last week with you guys about Chicago at another beach where they were not, the gays were not socially distanced. We've heard of parties here in New York happening that got in trouble by the governor. And this is an upcoming party. Granted, numbers are for COVID are going down. Do you think it's the right time to be planning these kind of circuit parties, albeit with masks and with social distancing. I guess my question is, do you think that they'll be able to enforce the masks and the social distancing effectively? I mean, I hope that they would be able to. And I mean, personally, I think it's too soon, but I also get that people have, uh, they want to make money and they, people want to get out and I get that it's frustrating to be in the house for months and it's frustrating not to be able to gather and stuff like that. But I think it will definitely be difficult to enforce just all of the like procedures and guidelines to crowds of people, even if it is scaled down. But that's just my personal opinion. And it does definitely doesn't sound like something that I would rush to, but it is exciting if you're a DJ to be playing at uh, something that would be the start of getting back to a little bit more normal. That being said, I think it is a little too soon. I actually 100% agree with you. And we've had DJ Dan DeLeon on our show before, and he actually has this, uh, I think it's a circuit web series that he's a part of and one of the producers on. And he was the first proponent to participate in virtual DJing and virtual parties. And he's also on that. They actually were filming the reality show or this reality series on circuit parties that's on YouTube. I think it's called The Circuit. And they had to actually address that New York party. I think we were talking about it on this show and they incorporated it in real time on how two of the dancers posted on their Instagram, a not socially distanced party. Remember that one that happened earlier, like a a couple months ago Yeah, that we talked about. Exactly. And they addressed the whole situation on one of the episodes, which I thought was really brave and cool. And the two guys that were the dancers one of which posted on his social media that really he got a lot of backlash for, mm-hmm. but apologized and said, you know, I wasn't thinking right. And I, I appreciated that. And uh, both Cody and I were talking it a little bit more and we appreciated the honesty and, you know, it's going to happen, but 
we liked all that. Um, I'll try and get Dan DeLeon's current response on what he really thinks on how these parties are going to be run, because I guess in to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, Jeremy, that we've seen, yes, I get it. People want to get back. We're itching to get back. Uh, he's a DJ. He wants to spin. Yes, there have been virtual parties, so there is options that people have been exploring. Yes, this party is going to be outdoors where we know the virus doesn't uh, pass as much. They, yes, they are talking about wearing masks, but our history has shown that we don't do really well when there's more than 15 people in a group that, and Lincoln has mentioned this and I agree with him, when there's alcohol in the mix, obviously our walls and our are, are down and we might forget to pull up the mask if we had a sip of our cocktail and get, and, and there, if there's going to be hundreds of people and the very nature of the type of music that DJ Dan DeLeon and a lot of the DJs that they're going, that they're listing is club circuit music. It's pounding, it's infectious. It just invites dancing and sweatiness and getting close and heavy breathing. So I guess to your point, I'm not sure why it's particularly Atlanta, where their numbers haven't been the greatest at all with COVID, that why did why this has to happen in September? It seems a little rushed and soon. Right. But I will get a response from DJ Dan Leon and we'll see what he has to say. <laughs> And then my other interesting uh, thing I was reading is Wicked Gay Part Wicked Gay Parties is I had the guy uh, the guy that runs this site on my show as well, and it's essentially for people that don't know or didn't hear it, you could go to wickedgayparties.com. For the longest time, he has been listing sex parties that he either produced or you can sign up on on the site and list your own sex parties. And this has been going on for a while. It was heavy East Coast, but he's expanded it to all over the country. And when I had him on the show, he was talking about producing virtual sex parties and getting rid of, for the time being at least, mm -hmm. of in-person parties. And I thought that I participated in one of them. I think I told my story on how I was awkward with the lighting and <laughs> my own lighting. And I was awkward in general. And it was yeah. a lot of fun, but... And I got off and, and, and then got off the yeah. site, but it was what it was. And he has just introduced with a brand new email that he is in fact going to start listing parties in cities that have a 5% or lower rate of COVID rates. So, and they're going to start listing the parties with no risk, which currently he writes, the only events we have listed with this rating are virtual parties. So that would be the parties he's currently throwing. Mm -hmm. Then it goes to low risk, uh, medium risk, where parties might determine that, let's see, the main factors that we consider when determining which parties to include. And by the way, these are not scientifically or recommended by any organization. They're simply what he's gathered from the CDC just kind of pulled and, and everybody has to make up their own minds. But the medium risk here are the size of the crowd. Uh, they'll limit the size of the crowd 
inside or open air and whether condoms are required because as we know covid has been found in semen so it, in the medium risk it would make sense to then wear condoms in this I'll put all this um, on tagspodcast.com. Then there's obviously high risk where the parties exceed 10 people and may or may not have uh, masks required. And he's going to start listing them with people's, you know, making up their own minds. I don't know, Jeremy, what do you think? Because he does start off his blog with, we are sexual humanity us gays are yearning for the time when we can connect with other men particularly gay men i feel this for sure what do you think about the way he's approaching this kind of opening it up in this capacity i mean i think it's inevitable that it uh will be like just reincarnated in a different no matter what and i think that at least he sounds like he's doing it uh in a somewhat responsible way uh, I still think the same kind of similar opinion for the concert. It's not something that I would rush out to. And I think, I guess if it's scaled down and it is in cities with lower risks, it is smarter, but still not really the best decision in my opinion. That's just my personal opinion. But I think to each his own, everyone can make their own decision. And I think also... As I stated before, being cooped up after a long time, I mean, people are really ready to get out. I just don't know if that puts people at risk when attending things like this or just social events in general. Yeah, I agree with you as well. I think that people are going to be sexual in nature. I do, you know, I really wanted him on the show initially because he's his whole business model was about putting gay listing gay sex parties producing them but also listing them across the country and he immediately jumped to the plate and shifted when covid hit us and started these virtual parties virtual jackoff parties virtual sex parties and i thought that that was really awesome and he's still continuing those it's not like he's getting rid of that mm -hmm. he's also in all and i will post his blog post on the thinking, because he's had so many people, you know, reach out to him. All, he has so, thousands of people that get his emails that are really yearning to kind of get back to listing these parties and ha having sex. And I think with he's going to be doing it on a case by case basis and reading his blog. So he'll it will only be cities he'll allow people to list parties mm -hmm. that have the 5% or below. And if that changes, and as we all know, if you just watch the news a little bit, we could potentially be going into high, you know, newer numbers with the fall coming. I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. But so he will take those parties off if mm -hmm. the numbers, so it'll be a case by case basis. And I like, although it's not, scientific in nature he's extracting information that he's finding from legitimate sites on his his um risk low risk high risk type of listing of these parties but ultimately people have to make up their own minds and determine what risk relative risk that they're going to have to take are willing to take mm -hmm. when in fact they choose to go to some of these parties and 
I think that's working with, I think it's flexible and it's working with, you know, what's, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, this one, I actually, I'm not mad at, I'm actually not mad at, I think everybody, you know, why do some people get to go back and then others don't? And why do some businesses then have to suffer? Right. And then others don't. And uh, there's some obvious reasons. Well, you guys are a bar and the nature right. of bar doesn't, and a restaurant is food. So a restaurant can work, but it's still, it, it just sucks because there's going to be a lot of businesses that are just going to go under a lot of our gay, you know, pro sex businesses that may not make it. And it, it fucking sucks. I mean, it, there's just sure. no way around it. I think people without a lot of government initiatives and leadership that you know people like these entrepreneurial types are having to make up rules as they see it and i'm mm -hmm. it's hard to get mad at anybody for without lack of leadership for making decisions for their business without falling under and and having to close up shops so it's just nuanced and i agree with you jeremy and We'll see. I'll continue to, I'll, maybe I'll get him on soon to kind of respond back on that. So anyway, thanks for playing, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Of course, anytime. This has been so much fun. I love it. Um, again, you can check out my live show this Wednesday on the Get Vocal application. It's 9 to 10 Eastern time. It's called Tags Live. All of this information plus show notes are on tagspodcast.com. Continue being safe and healthy and we'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.